O'Neill Dennehy is a neuromuscular physical therapist, health and uh, fitness instructor and author of the book What to Do with Stardust and he's with me once again in the studio. Good morning to you, Neil. Hi, Frank. Good to see you. You're going to talk to us today about the spine and spinal issues. Of course, the spine, it's it's vital. It's vital to us, isn't it? Absolutely. It's what connects the brain to the body. Yeah. So without the spine and healthy spine function, there's lots of things that can go wrong. Um, I might start by just giving a, a little rundown of the spine and the makeup of yeah. it. Something we don't often think about. We all have one, but we don't really think about what's going on in there unless we have pain or stiffness. You sure. Know? Yeah. Um, so on the inside, we have the spinal cord. And of course, the spinal cord is what connects the brain to the, the rest of the nerves throughout the body. And, and that's carrying signals from the body to the brain. So everything you feel, you know, you feel in that chair that you're sitting on right now or a coolness of the air or touch pressure. Um, that's information coming from your sensory nerves through the body up to your brain or even information coming from your organs. You know, there's digestive um, systems there working away without us even paying any attention of or having any awareness. And that's because there's information going from the, these other systems in the body to the brain. And then the brain decides, OK, what do we need to do? And it sends information back out you know, yes. to tell them what to do, tell the heart to beat, tell the lungs to or the diaphragm to pull, to breathe and so on and so on. And all that information has been carried through the spinal cord. And then the spinal cord has little nerve roots that come out, out at every level between the bones, between the vertebrae. And that's how they reach the rest of the body. So around that then we have uh, a spinal fluid and that spinal fluid is really important because that spinal fluid nourishes the spinal cord and actually it's cerebrospinal fluid really, it's, it nourishes the brain as well, that's all connected that fluid and that fluid's job is to make sure that the, um, the spinal cord is able to carry the signals as effectively as possible. You know, it keeps that environment really, really healthy so that the, the nerve sing- signals, the nerve impulses run really well. And of course, if they run well, we can feel everything that we should feel. We get all the information we need to get from the body and we can send out the instructions from the brain. But if that fluid flow is affected, that's going to change things. And they've even found that people can have brain fog as a result of um, issues with the flow of spinal fluid wow. or, or even degeneration of brain tissue, they're saying now, because it's not just, it's the nourishing of it, but it's also the waste disposal. Because when your brain is working, mm. it's um, it's generating energy. And of course, there's waste products, just like there is in our muscle tissue. There's waste in any process in the body. And that waste has to be removed. So if waste starts to build up, that'll affect brain so, function. So it affects where dementia is concerned. For, it could for do, example. yeah. It, wow. it can do. It is It is tied to it and oftentimes it's more in the cervical area. So mm. so just to give a bit more of the makeup mm. and it'll all fit together. So we, we have 33 bones in the spine. We have the cervical section at the top and we call that the neck and it curves one way and then mm-hmm. we have the thoracic, which are the ones all connected to the ribs and they curve the other way and then we have the lumbar, which curves back the same way as the cervical does. They're lower, uh, that five. And then we have the sacrum, which is the centre of the pelvis at the bottom. And those bones, their job is to protect the spinal cord. So that those bones, they they give us a structure, they give us a framework, but they also uh, surround the spinal cord and they leave, leave just enough room inside them for the spinal cord to run down and the fluid around it and for the nerve roots to come out of the spine. So you got to think of it as a movable... Um, protection like a movable rod almost that allows us to 
hold ourselves upright that allows us to bend, twist and turn. Each one just moves a little bit one on top of the next. But at the same time, it's fully protective. It's a protective casing for the spinal cord and the spinal fluid. And these natural curves in the spine, when, when the spine is in that position, there's, there's enough room for the spinal cord to send its information without impingement and also for the spinal fluid to flow. But if our posture, our alignment starts to shift out. So if we get curvatures, excessive curvatures or straightening of the spine where it's not supposed to be straight, that's going to impinge on that space inside. If you imagine a hose pipe, a flexible Mm. hose pipe, a rubber hose pipe, and you start to put a kink in it, you're not going to get the same flow of water through. And the result of that then is? The result of that then is you don't have your, your easy spinal fluid to nourish the spinal cord, to nourish the brain and to carry waste products from the brain out to be to be eliminated from the body. So so what does that look like? Uh, you've heard the term scoliosis. Mm-hmm. So scor- scoliosis yes. is the most common term you'll hear for, for spinal cur- curvature. Curvature, is curvature yes. of the spine. Yeah. But really there are three forms of curvatures of, or misalignment. Scoliosis um, would be observed if you looked at somebody face on or from the back and they've got a side bend Somewhere, So maybe one shoulder is right down compared to the other, which means they have a curvature maybe in the thoracic, the middle area, um, or the head is off to one side or sometimes both. Maybe a bit of a twist with it, it depends on, on, on the situation. So that's the one people talk about a lot. But there's two other types that are much more prevalent, and that's kyphosis and lordosis. So kyphosis is when you have a hunch. Technically, it's not scoliosis, but it is curvature Mm. of the spine. And when people have a a curvature, a hunchback type curvature, what they tend to get is a lordosis in the neck as well. So as their their mid, we say, back bends forward, they're not going to go around with their heads looking down at the ground. So the head comes back. And if you put the head back, you get a pinching here in the neck. And that really interferes with spinal fluid flow and it can affect uh, the discs so we have the discs between the bones people hear of slip discs but there's no such thing as a slip disc but they can flatten and bulge and if they bulge and press into that area they can press on the spinal cord or they and and or or really it's and they can affect the fluid flow that's like your little kink in Mm. the pipe with an extra piece pushing in so these can trap down nerves, and we, we've talked about that before. Um, in fact, I've had quite a few people come in through our talk on, on headaches. We've got, has gotten great relief from serious, serious migraines, you know, huge relief. So thanks for having me on to talk, because they no wouldn't problem. have known about it otherwise. Well, well, you helped my headaches with, yeah. with you know, cervical issues as well. Exactly, know, so by so releasing the neck, yeah, we helped yeah. to take the pressure off. And again, that's spinal, isn't it? That's, that's spinal, yeah. absolutely. The neck is, is the upper spine. We, yeah. we call it the neck, the upper back, and the lower back. But right. really, it's spine, spine, and spine just different sections of it so yeah issues in the spine in the cervical area can cause headaches to your nerve impingement because uh, those nerves run around the head they can affect blood flow to the brain because we have um, we have veins and arteries of course going through the neck so mm. if that positioning is off you know there's going to be impingement it mightn't block it completely but it can be enough to just pinch in on it and slow down the flow. So people are going around with headaches, with brain fog, with just general discomfort. It can be even just a difficulty in concentrating and, you know, just feeling off, not mm. feeling quite right. And then you, you work on these areas and you release the tension and you get that flow back and suddenly mm. they're just, they're, they're standing and, taller. And most of us, Neil, wouldn't think 
that the spine could possibly be related to those kind of issues. No, no, no. We forget that everything is connected in the body. Everything is connected. We've all these different systems, but they're not individual systems. You know, they're on charts and they look different because it's the only way you can display them. But really, you have to think about the knock on. And that's where holistic a holistic approach is, is really the only way that makes sense. You have to think, how does this affect that, connect to that, affect that, and try to put them all together as, as much as you can. So how are we damaging the spine then? What, what are we doing that could be giving us the kind of issues that you describe? Yeah, there's a couple of big things really. So physical activity, if we're, if we're lifting heavy loads... Um, that's a big one and and in the past that was a bigger issue because we didn't have so much health and safety rules Um, so you had people lifting 50 kilo bags and sometimes 80 or 100 kilo bags and you know you don't we haven't seen that for quite a while that the the official limit is supposed to be 20 kilos now so these would have been coal men and you know people selling cement but even the farms they'd be carrying big bags of grain and and turf and big um, bales of hay and you know lots of things like that so so the weight of object makes a difference because you can imagine this the spine itself is like a spring and it's designed to be a spring Mm. of course the more weight you put on a spring the more it's going to flex and contract down and that's going to affect that movement in between and put pressure on those discs you know so we should only lift certain weights and then of course we should lift with good technique Mm. Um, a lot of people don't know how to lift Mm, good technique and and, and to be fair to all the gyms and the gym instructors around that's what they're teaching people they're teaching people how to lift effectively and even in my own programs like the be well program the focus on that is movement teaching people how to move do easy movements twist exercise side side bends to help to release the tightness through the spine and get that spring back Mm. Um, but i always start by teaching people how to stand up you know which is is really funny for people because i could have a group average 60 years old you know you could have a total of a thousand years plus how to stand up how to stand from up. from a sitting position obviously yeah well we do that too but even without coming up from a sitting position how to stand and how to sit i think we did that here before mm, did we yeah, we yeah. reminded people never to sit on your backside you should sit on your thighs yeah because if you sit on your backside and if anyone at home wants to try it you get this curve you get this uh, you slouch yeah, I'm conscious the way I'm sitting and now you're, yeah, disastrous and, and you will adjust it I'm all to one side here as well yeah, yeah. as well yeah, yeah yeah and you know you're not going to be too long yeah. like that but we can sit too much slouch down in a chair so you slide your hips back into a chair sit on your thighs and then allow the crown of the head to rise up and when you do that that moves everything back into its best alignment possible right. you know and initially it takes a little bit of concentration and you forget but then after a while it becomes your norm if you practice it but I'm just thinking I mean most chairs most so-called comfortable chairs are not conducive to good spinal not health yeah because yeah, you're thrown off in them and yeah. you're yeah, they should have a lumbar support. I'm looking at your chair like there this now. One, and yeah. that's this is actually excellent. This is a relatively new chair and that's yeah, brilliant. Yeah, I, I, can see, great. I can see that there because yeah. it curves inwards in your lower back to give you that support there. And you've an adjustable headpiece yeah. as well. It's probably all adjustable. I saw one online the other day and it, it had something like 14 movable parts. So you could right. really adjust everything. Um, the thing is, most of us don't really need that. We have the capacity within ourselves to sit and hold ourselves right. We just yes. have to be aware first and foremost, and then maybe practice or do some exercises to relieve tension. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes people need to come for, for some therapy on these things because when your muscles get too tight, they won't allow you 
to hold yourself mm. in the right alignment. But I presume you've seen people who, you know, might have suffered because of this for a considerable length of time, but once they're released in some way, it's a Absolutely. new lease of life, is Absolutely. it? I, I had a, a girl a few years ago and it was after a fall in her case now, so that's another thing mm. that can knock you offline. She, yes, she, she had a fall and she couldn't take a deep breath for two and a half, three years at the time and she'd been through all the wow. different scans looking inside, you know, which you would. You know, she had yeah. she had the lungs checked, she had everything checked, and even the MRI scan on the spine. But it wasn't um, it wasn't that there was damage done. It was just that she was out of alignment and the muscle spasmed around her her spine. So once we released the muscles and and, and uh, elongated the spine again where it had been contracted and compounded, you know, she got off the bed and she took a deep breath and said, "I can breathe." That's the first time in two God, or three that must years. Have been incredible, yeah. You know, but. That's how it often works. And it's the same with headaches, vertigo. I treat vertigo a lot. People going around with balance issues because, you know, our, our balance centers are affected by neck alignment uh, on top of the pain, of course, you know, back pain. And Isn't it, isn't it very interesting indeed? Mm. The, the complexity of it all, though, I'm always amazed that, you know, that everything is inter interconnected in some way yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's amazing if people want to talk to you and uh, maybe make an appointment with you as well Neil how, how can they do that yeah, the number is 087 629 3729 and the website is ie. if they want to see some more info there very good so that number again is 087 629 3729 okay and if you're still rooting around for a Pion Louis, um, Emma has that uh, that number for you as well. All right, Neil, great to see you, and I'm I'm going to sit properly yeah. now. Thank, thank you very much, Neil, for that. Thanks we'll take a break. Back in just a moment. Join the conversation in Tipperary. Contact us through Facebook, Twitter, or email tiptoday at tipfm.com.